Gamera is really neat. He is full of turtle meat. We all love you, Gamera. Take it, B. Gamera's got a shell. It's really whack. He f falls on his back. Ah, oh, for uh, fuck's sake. You just screwed it all. Hit the theme music. I'm getting fucking Milos to rap with me next time. <laughs> oh, oh, can I really? I, I know Gamera and can spit mad bars. <laughs> oh, Milos, take the floor, would you? Oh, yes. Gamera is not Carla, but he is great still. Okay, okay, I've changed my mind. Milos, you are not rapping with me next time. Oh, he failed the audition. Oh, Listen, I try. That is good sound in old country. L l listen, listen. I wasn't feeling you, dog. You're not my dog. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Jackson. I will I'm... leave now. I, I, I wait a minute, Milos. I really liked you. I thought you were great. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Abdul. You are are really pretty. Not Carla Gugino pretty, but still fetching lady nonetheless. I I have exhaustion. Have you been taking Adderall again? <laughs> okay, everyone needs to get out of the fucking studio. Oh, I <laughs> was leaving until judges stopped me. I don't know who let them in here. I, I don't. Wasn't me. I I was I was rapping. Haha, <laughs> sucker. That's right, Milos. That's what you get for not letting Montrose in. Oh, I would thought I was just doing my job. He did not have shoes. He's a monkey. He doesn't need shoes. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I I will leave. I am sorry, Mr. Nathan and Mr. Brendan. Mm-hmm. Well, you go think about what you've done. I will. Ooh, shoes. No, leave those alone. But they're Mrs. Abdul's shoes. I think they're <sighs> very nice. Fine. Okay. I would take these. Bye-bye. Security, get everyone out of here. Oof. Okay. There we go. Is it finally... There was like five people in here. I was weird. I We've never had that many people in the booth before. Even when we've had... Steven Izzy on. <laughs> I mean, maybe, yeah, like, maybe uh, Tammy and the T Rex. There was a lot of people in the booth that day. I mean, five official people. Yeah, these, these people just just stormed the set. Here. It showed up. Well, I yeah. In fairness, I did invite Milos to come in and 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 rap with me, but you know, in fairness, in fairness, that's not the same thing. Oh, sorry, I, th mm. I almost got it. Yeah. 
Uh, this is a podcast. It is. It is called What Were They Thinking? Mm-hmm. Not What Were They Rapping? No, not not this week. Um, until we do the 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 Get Rich or Die Trying movie. <laughs> and uh, oh, Romeo Must Die. I mean, DMX is in that. Yeah, sure. But Get Rich or Die Trying is is actually about a rapper, though. Right. I think I don't remember that movie. I don't know. But um, <laughs> this podcast is about bad to questionable movies, mm-hmm. of which get oh, of get which Get Rich or Die Trying is one would be one of those. Right. But this is the one time of the year where we throw that rule right out the window and we talk about amazing movies that should be in the pantheon of cinematic greatness in that we are discussing another Gamera movie because it is his anniversary month. And what is your name? My name's Nathan, by the way. And I'm Brendan. Mm Mm-hmm. So yes, it is that time of year, the time of year where we nestle, we we get cozy by the fire, we uh, we watch a Gamera movie as it is the anniversary mm-hmm. every November. Yep, and uh, we 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 talk about a very important turtle in the world. Yes, the, the friend to all children, the guardian of the universe, <laughs> Gamera. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Guardian of the Galaxy, and I was going to say, where is my crossover? I would, oh my god, I would watch the hell out of that. Hey, it's freaking Gamera coming! (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Rocket! I am Groot. (laughs) I am Gauss. (laughs) Well, this time... Uh, Nathan, you've given us Gamera versus Guiron? Yes. As you can recall, the uh, hint from the last episode was, if you like turtle movies, knives out. (laughs) Because the monster in this movie that Gamera is facing has a giant knife for a nose. Oh, and when we get to him, I have some things to say. Okie doke. Well, I'll give you the broad strokes. Uh... Mm. The movie uh, opens uh, on these uh, two curious, rambunctious children who are cur- uh, curious, as curious children are. Often uh, curious as the are these curious children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, so curious that they are about the cosmos. Um, they find themselves uh, a crash-landed UFO. They get abducted by two fetching yet cannibalistic aliens. Of course. Um, who have a, uh, well, what they present as a pet protector in Guiron, the, mm-hmm. you know, the knife-nosed monster. Uh, of course, they are saved by Gamera, and uh, adults are idiots. That's pretty much what the takeaway from this movie. Yeah, and children are able to master intergalactic space travel. Of course. And they know, you know, how fast Gamera goes. Uh, They can judge by just the naked eye that he's clearly going Mach 30. (laughs) Or Mach 33, I think. They are basically National Geographic narrators. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And... It, it it's it's fitting because the movie itself opens uh, with a monologue from I think Neil deGrasse Tyson. Nathan, I literally my first note says narrated by Neil deGrasse Tyson. 
That was exactly because he literally starts out with like the cosmos are a vast one hundred billion stars. So it's either it's either Neil deGrasse Tyson or Carl Sagan. <laughs> now let me go through the list of movies that are inaccurate. <laughs> billions and billions. <laughs> oh, where's that buddy comedy? <laughs> oh, I guess Carl Sagan's no longer with us. He passed away. Yes, but I mean, missed opportunity. Yeah. It was be the most dour partners ever. <laughs> I don't know, man. I would love to see a movie like that with those guys, and it ends up being a very like a bad boys esque action thrill ride. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay esque explosions, and and then after the explosion, they're like, "Well, you see the chemical reaction within the C four." <laughs> You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson would be constantly calling for cut, though, because he'd be like, is this really an accurate representation of a bullet time, as they say? <laughs> oh, that uh, movie took seven years to shoot. <laughs> oh, seven years of total production? No, just to film it. Just to film it. So we'll have, to tag, we'll have to tag him in this and see what he thinks of the accuracy of this movie. <laughs> Just as a stroke, probably. <laughs> yeah, because he starts. They start talking about uh, the irregular waves that are being caught by radio signal or not radio signals, radio towers here on Earth. Uh, so, like the the Japanese dudes are like catching some waves, brah. <laughs> and we have the uh, the great uh, staple of many a Gamera movie dubbed over uh, in America. Is that we have clearly American actors doing like vocal imitations of Japanese people? It was perfectly acceptable at the time. Oh, it's just funny because like <laughs> it's clearly not a Japanese. <laughs> no, person. absolutely, no one named Smith in this movie. Well, maybe two, maybe two. I am from Tokyo. <laughs> and the, the weird thing about it is at the at the very first. Uh, they're giving, they're, they're a press conference about these irregular radio waves that are being received on Earth. Um, and they make some jokes about how far away the nearest star is from Earth and how long it would take to get there and how aliens would have to come see us because we don't have the technology to go see them. Ha 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 ha, stupid jerk aliens. <laughs> Japanese rhubarb is what I wrote. <laughs> Because I didn't, they were just kind of scientists mumbling to each yeah. other. Um, but do, hey, let me ask you this: other than other than this part here, I don't. We don't see those scientist guys until like almost the end of the movie. All the other ones that we've done, if aliens, not aliens, but if scientists have been involved in the movie. We see them dotted throughout the movie, at least. If you think Gamera versus Gauss uh, from a couple years ago, the uh, Itchy was helping the military. The, so the military was in and out of the movie. Same with the road crew. Uh, when we first did Gamera, Guardian of the Universe, all the human stories were shown on the regular. Same with Legion, despite how boring it was. This one here is like, here's some scientists. Don't get used to them because you're not going to see them all that much. 
But we go away from the scientists and uh, we smash cut uh, to uh, what is going to be, I guess, the the focus of our movie. The, the two precocious, curious young children that we spoke of earlier and one of their sisters. Three shit kids, as is per the usual for these movies. Yeah. Now... If anybody's familiar with the MST3K of this, they often compare this uh, young fella to uh, Richard Chamberlain. However, while watching this, I felt he looked more like Dean Ambrose or John Moxley, as he's known now. Mm, oh, the little, the the little, the only non-Asian uh, character. Well, his mom isn't Asian either, but. That's I guess either so. here or there. But yeah, yeah that yeah, yeah, game. Yeah. I did think it was funny whenever I saw him being dubbed because I was like, wait, what? Was he, is he sp- I wonder if like in the original version he's still speaking in English, but it's like different dialogue. Well, that's not the first time uh, they've done it either. Uh, in Gamera versus Virus. Uh, yeah, Gamera versus Virus. The, uh, one of the kids is American. And they they dub him over as well, and I think possibly in Gamera versus Jiger as well. Hmm. Yeah. Well then. But yes, three kids, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where this is. I'm assuming this is right at this point in the movie. But while they're riding their bicycles, yep. the song that's playing is amazing. Well, that's yeah. Boo, boo, do, boo, do. <laughs> it's just like the goofiest, like crazy song, just like right in the middle of this. I guess it makes sense in this movie, but um, is this where they run into uh, Japanese Don Knotts? Yes, uh, whose name is Kondo, but will forever live in infamy as Corn Job. <laughs> Is that a mystery science theater thing? Yep. When he was introduced, he was he, they said his name, and and Joel's like, they say his name was Corn Job. <laughs> See, this is the only. This is one of the few mystery science theater ones where the movie played, and I actually, not intentionally, but started tuning out the, the comments. Yeah. Because I was like fascinated by <laughs> the movie. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. So Kondo, aka Corn Job, aka Japanese Don Knotts. And he's also a police officer, which I was like, what? <laughs> See, I didn't know if he was a pol- full-on... Was he a full-on police officer? I thought he was just like a security guy. I think so, because I think they call him a police officer, and he, he shows up later in like his full uniform. Okay, yeah. Checks out. <laughs> fact check? Did we fact check that? <laughs> uh, Sh- Sheila, can we, get a wor- can we get a ruling? He's a cop. Okay, thanks, Sheila. No oh, problem. God. She's great. I love Sheila. Yeah, she's great. She's a good addition to the team. Yeah. Cut those fingernails. Well, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're finding them everywhere, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But that's the only thing. Other than that, you're great, Sheila. Thanks. <laughs> she's very verbose. You gave you your $5 words. <laughs> Oh, Sheila. So he's like, when they run into that, when they run into uh, Corn Job, Corn Job, he he's like he's like practicing sword fighting. 
it looked like he was practicing like some sort of kata or something like that. <laughs> oh my god, gym kata? <laughs> no, corn kata, apparently. Oh shit, that's the next wave. <laughs> that's the sequel, gym kata, the next wave, corn kata. <laughs> Japanese Don Knotts saving people in fictional Europe, Eastern European countries. Yeah, when's that movie getting made? <laughs> uh, as soon as they get all my letters. Oh, and they bring Don Knotts back to life. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. So the plot, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're trying to sneak past old Japanese Don Knotts, and uh, apparently uh, young Dean Ambrose has a dart gun that is powered by... CO2 cartridges because it the darts are strong enough to pick up old corn jobs towel and stick it to the wall with a suction cup mm-hmm. to distract him. Well, would you say that um, uh, him doing this is the character embarking on some dirty deeds? <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, we're clever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the non-wrestling fans are like, what? what the fuck? Just move on. <laughs> but the corn job is 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 not to be fooled or deterred because he he realizes what's up and he catches um um the um the kid n- the not Dean Ambrose kid. Oh, um, itchy too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> riding, uh, riding his bike, uh, well, double riding with his sister actually, and that's what that's what gets old corn job upset because it's yeah. not safe. You're not supposed to be doing it, and if I catch you doing it again, I'm gonna shave your head. That was a strange threat, right? <laughs> Other than I think it was foreshadowing, but it does, yeah, it does come up later, and they they present it as. Uh, did he asked him if he did it as an act of like I don't know uh, penance? So <laughs> yeah. maybe it's a way of showing like uh, you're humbling yourself or asking for forgiveness is to shave your head. Shave your head. Yeah, that's you, the it, uh, you, the original lyrics to "Bang mm. Your Head." <laughs> well, that was that that was the version that they used when they signed that super lucrative deal with Gillette. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite commercials. Yeah. So they 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 go past uh, corn corn job lets them go, and uh, they're off on their adventure like the Goonies, uh, looking for what they believe is at first a crashed meteorite because they saw in the telescope uh, a meteorite fall to Earth, and mm-hmm. uh, this is when we the kid kind of explains to his mom that uh, they're, they're hoping to find a new world where there's no war or traffic accidents. <laughs> I missed that line. He says it a, like a dozen times in this movie. No war or traffic Traf- accidents. Yep. And the I don't know if it's like a... Things. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a, a, a lost in translation when they did the dub for it, but it's it's weird because he says it a lot of times. I'm just thinking of, like, John Lennon rewriting Imagine. <laughs> no traffic accidents either. Imagine there's no hit and runs. 
so, but they don't find the asteroid. They find a, a landed UFO, and mm. they take some conveniently placed stairs that are in the side of a dirt wall. <laughs> of course. You know how, like, when you go to a dirt wall and there's stairs? Right. And they run down these dirt stairs, and lo and behold, it's a, yeah, like I said, a, a crashed or landed UFO, or at least a matte painting of one. Oh, man, when they're standing in front of it looking at it, it's the most obvious matte painting. Yeah. And then, of course, they do the old trick where they cut the camera to the other vantage point, and then they're walking up a flight of stairs into the spaceship. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Young Dean Ambrose and his friend are are fooling around inside the spaceship. Uh, The sister's outside saying, you stop, you'll get a spanking, or something like that. (laughs) And they pretty calmly get in that spaceship and start flying it. They just start flipping around all the switches and, uh, you know, his friend gives like a super fast countdown. Like five, four, three, two, one, blast off. It's almost like they had to match the mouth movements and he wasn't actually counting. (laughs) It's a possibility. I do like that they get in and are immediately like, yeah, we're flying this thing. Yeah, no big deal. Like they're not worried at all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Except for the sister who keeps crying, Brother! Akio! Akio! Brother! Oh, there we go. That's his name. Akio. Thank you. Akio. All right. Yeah, the um, the wrestler, uh, the member of the Young Dragons in WCW. I could not remember his name, so you'll have to forgive me. Akio. Akio. I think this you were talking about how they spot Gamera yes. in space, mm-hmm. and Akio is like... He's going Mach 33. If he were to hit Mach 60, he'd leave the solar system. (laughs) I feel like it's... These these kids are actually... Specifically, Akio is there to, like, tell us what Gamera is really doing the whole time. Because, Mm -hmm. obviously, these are, you know... This is a very, very, very low-budget movie. And... I mean, sometimes it looks like he's doing something absolutely ridiculous. Now, Keo is there to be like, no, 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 this is what Gamera is really doing. Yeah. <laughs> he is the si- special effects budget, is what I'm saying. Well, he, yes, they're just describing it. It's like, ooh, it'd be like, um, what was there? It was a like fantastic. Oh, South Park did an episode where uh, Kenny was controlling the armies of heaven and they wouldn't show the bat. They couldn't show the battle, right? They mm-hmm. so they have this guy's like, oh my god, it's one of the most sweeping epic battles. Is that an orc dragon? <laughs> <laughs> they're not showing any of it. They're just describing everything. It's fantastic. And of course, they're all like, they're all about like in every Gamera movie, we get. Gamera is a friend. He is a friend to children. As if by the fifth one, we don't know that. Right? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure the... Er- by the, f- uh, the first one, he saves a kid from falling uh, you know, to his death. I was going to say, he's he's like a good guy right away, is he not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I like how uh, little Dean Ambrose is just there to be like, uh-huh. <laughs> So what happens here next is they the the ship starts to pick up speed because it's being remote controlled. All right, they've right. gotten in it. They think they're controlling it, but we come to find out that it's actually being controlled by uh, 
somebody else. Yeah. So as it's taking off going faster, Gamera has to try to catch up, and he's twirling, twirling, twirling towards the spaceship. <laughs> I just wanted to do that. And he was still going too slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gamera cannot catch that kid. No. And so we go back to Earth where uh, Akio's sister is mm. explaining to her mother that her brother has gone missing. Mm. And it was and- nice to see Yardley Smith get voice work in the 60s. <laughs> she explains it, and the mother, rather than taking it seriously, that her son and his friend could be missing or abducted, you're being silly. <laughs> if you don't stop this, you won't study and get into a good school. What the fuck is that? The Japanese education system is very important. Clearly. Yeah, it's like it's like obviously you don't have to believe your your infant daughter that it's a spaceship, but I mean, if your kids aren't the, if two of the kids aren't there and she's saying that they're gone somewhere, I mean, at least look into it a little bit. Yeah. So <laughs> she the sister's upset that her mother doesn't believe her. And mm-hmm. she's I were you were you expecting a song here? Yes. Thank I you. 100%. Thank you. As soon as she walked over and did her little, like, stance when she was sit- leaning or whatever, I was like, oh, oh, my God, what? No and then it didn't happen. No one believes me. <laughs> no one believes me about the spaceship. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my brother and Dean Ambrose flew away. <laughs> Okay, keep going, I'm listening. Oh, sorry. Um, Gamera will help them if he flies Mach 36. Uh, I just hope their brains don't get eaten by cannibalistic aliens. Whoa, 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 don't give it all away. Jeez, kid. Knock oh, off. sorry. Uh, anyway, that's it for me, God. Because <laughs> the whole time she's praying that, you know, that her brother will be <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. As one does, as one does. It's a it's a very it's a very hidden uh Christian uh, Christian propaganda film. Yeah. So what is next? Uh let's see here. Oh, we do go back to uh the the kids uh the, the young Dean Ambrose and Ichabod. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Ichabod Akio. <laughs> and uh they uh they've they've crashed um and are waking up in a very suggestive pose. Oh man, I'm really glad you mentioned it cuz I wrote it down and I was like, "Do I want to mention this?" <laughs> it's just reaching across his crotch. And not only that, but when he when he when Akio or Ichabod Crane or whatever, when he comes to uh when he comes to he just, like, he doesn't pick up his hand. He, like, drags it across his friend. <laughs> and I was like, um, I feel like I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> um, but they, they do have uh, some more great, like, rear projection stuff. Yeah, because they start exploring around, which is essentially a planet, although they keep calling it a star, mm. but it's a planet. <laughs> Which they can just, um, they really take their chances with the fact that they can breathe on this planet. Yeah, right? They just kind of go out there, and it's fine. 
not to not use. not worried about you know ending up like uh, you know the dude at the end of Total Recall. <laughs> Man, that movie the movie would have taken a dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> His heads just start like <laughs> child murder in a fucking Gamera film. <laughs> Never gonna happen. No, not on Gamera's watch. Right. Um. Is it at this point that we see Space Gauss? Yes. And Which, yeah. We we see Space Gauss. Um or the or Gauss's non-union Mexican counterpart. Cuz he's <laughs> Gausso. Yeah. He's he's Gauss but he's painted silver. Mm-hmm. And there's an interesting tidbit cuz it's, it's a tidbit that's, that's interesting. interesting. Right, right? It's an interesting tidbit. Right. Um there was supposed to be another monster in this movie that wasn't Gauss. Okay, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be complete, but they didn't have the budget. So they painted a Gauss suit silver and called him <laughs> Space Gauss. Because <laughs> it almost looked to me, the way it was presented, it was almost like uh, we don't quite have the rights to our own creation. <laughs> so we're just going to call it Space Gauss. Nope, not, nothing like that. Just, uh, you know, we uh, we don't have the budget to come up with a completely new monster. And then, so. Nathan, the greatest thing of all time happens in this scene mm-hmm. is the debut of quite possibly my favorite character in any movie we've ever done. Okay. Guiron. Yeah? The fucking knife dog. Yep. It's the best. Picture, and- if you would, folks. <laughs> a giant dog-like creature. Or maybe like a shark. Like a shark dog. Almost. With a knife for a face. Yeah, for a nose. And shoots ninja, ninja stars, stars. That explode, I think? No, no, they just... They they stick. Because, remember, they, a couple of them stick in Gamera later. But possibly the best creation. <laughs> so, Guiron... Comes out and starts fighting Space mm. Gauss. And I watched the version that was on Tubi. Mm-hmm. And you did the same, correct? Yeah, I think I believe so. Okay. I did that because I wanted to make sure we were both watching the same movies. I didn't want to have a Showgirls 2 type situation. Wait, your movie did not have a pool scene? Did not, no. Oh, shit. Yeah, in mine, uh, Gauss and Guiron got down. Oh, in the Shout Factory DVD releases and the original Japanese cut of this movie, the fight between Gauss and Guiron is actually quite longer. Oh. And I noticed that mine was pretty... Uh, my, my version was pretty short. Yep, because uh, Guiron, of course, is victorious, uh, but in his victory... He chops up Space Gauss nice. with his knife nose. Oh, cuts his head straight off. Man, yeah. I feel like I was robbed. <laughs> well, this we'll, we'll have the opportunity to revisit this years down the road when we've run out of original Gamera movies to watch. Uh oh. <laughs> Wait a second. What does that mean? We're in it to win it. Oh boy, Gamera, King of Monsters. Wait, what's that one called? <laughs> Super Monster. Super Monster. It, yeah. it, it, what, okay, the year that we cover that one, 
the following year, we're revisiting another Gamera movie because that is the last fucking Gamera movie I ever want to watch. <laughs> fucking hate that movie. The only thing that's interesting in that movie at all is the ridiculous 80s stuff that's going on because it's the only one that takes place outside of like the the 60s and early 70s the, the, it takes place I, I was like 81 or something along those lines and uh it's it's wild uh and terrible all at the same time someone gets offered to go to hamburger lunch nobody talks like that <laughs> wait is Gamera, like, navigating uh, during, like, the AIDS crisis and shit? No, it's not that late into the 80s. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but anyways, back to Guiron. Yeah. Uh, he He's the def- best. The absolute best. <laughs> Around. Nothing in the world will bring him down. No, because he's got a fucking knife for a face. Yep. Oh, Mac the knife. Um, <laughs> oh, that shark bites <laughs> with its knife, dear. <laughs> so, the boys, they're trying to escape getting in the middle of this whole fight between uh, Gueron and the Space Scouts. Mm-hmm. And they, they find the transportation pods and use one and uh, end up right next to Gueron and p- push push the opposite button. Because <laughs> shit has opposite buttons, I guess. Yeah, you know, like how every button has an opposite button, button. thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They also know how to use everything. Well, okay, so they managed to bumble their way inside one of the uh, buildings on this planet. Mm-hmm. They all look like Howard Johnson's from, like, the <laughs> 1960s. Like, Google it, kids. You'll have a blast. Mm-hmm. Um and inside this, they have what they describe as a moving corridor, and it's really not. It's it's a, a moving platform going down a corridor. Yeah, it is, it is clearly a conveyor belt. Yeah, and they only figure that out because one of them stands on it by accident, and it keeps going, and he's like, I'm scared. He can look around. He can see that the rest of the room is not moving, the floor opposite of where he's standing is not moving so he could just step off does he do that no i thought i thought he did and then jumped back on no akio says step off of it and he's like oh "Oh," and then he steps off (laughs) so it was akio that saved the day yes Hmm. and then they're like okay well i you know what let's uh let's but, well, let's just jump back on and, and ride down the corridor. And our two young foils are being observed by Alvin and the Chipmunks. What? Well, the aliens, the alien ladies, before we get to hear their, I guess, translated oh. or altered voice. Like, <laughs> right. They sound like Jawas or Ewoks or something. See, this would be the point where Carl Sagan could come in because it's Pink Lady and Carl. Right. (laughs) You know, that show that everybody loved? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone loved. It was boffo. Wasn't insulting to anyone? You know, that show? (laughs) That's a deep cut, man. Ah. Well, if anyone knows what Pink Lady and Carl is, get at us on Twitter. You know what? You're on the show. (laughs) 
You're the third co-host. <laughs> <You'll> be- <laughs> I guess Steve and Izzy are going to be on every week. <laughs> uh, no Mormons. <laughs> oh, no, shit. Gauntlet thrown down. Well, that'll keep them out. They're in Utah now, so... Fucking Utah-ians. Uh, where are we at? Okay, the the chipmunks and uh, what thing there and the whatnot. Yeah, uh, they, they put their English translators on. Yes, but before they do that, they carry on a conversation right in front of the kids, which it's exceedingly rude. I mean, mm. really, when you get right down to it. Well, you know, Nathan, I know, like, you know, it's 2019, um... If you go to another culture's planet, I mean, mm. you can't just, like, expect everyone to speak English. Except for when they put on, you know, auto-translators. Yeah, when they put on their dog collar things. Right, right. <laughs> then it's then it's anyone's game. And it is really cold on that planet. It is super cold on the planet for the perverted reason that I'm sure we're both thinking of. And also, you can see everyone's breath. I didn't see nipples, but I saw breath. <laughs> yeah. No, and even back in the early scenes when, like, they were just talking to, like, Don Knotts, you could mm-hmm. see everyone's breath there, too. But that's fine. They're outside in the middle of the day on Earth. Mm-hmm. They're inside on this planet. That's true. I can only imagine how uh, not fun this shoot was. <laughs> You know, child labor laws and such as they were in 1960, what, seven? Yeah, something like that. Sorry, kid, you're working 14-hour days. <laughs> now meet Flogu and Barbarella. <laughs> Who, they, those two ladies are the queens of the furtive glance. Oh, oh yeah. Every time you turn around, they're like looking at each other. It's like, okay, we get it. They're clearly the villains. <laughs> really? I thought it was really subtle. Yeah. <laughs> About as subtle as William Fickner and Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh, look, it's William Fick- and he's the villain. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But fear not, young Asian and American child. Gamera is on the case. <gasps> Gamera, Gamera. Gamera is really neat. He is full of turtle neat. We all love you, Gamera. Thank you, Sandy Frank. <laughs> so, yeah, Gamera is, uh, he's hes looking for the fellas, the, the, the kids there. And uh, what we got coming up here is uh, the, the alien ladies start to give off a real to serve man vibe. And the kids must be just absolutely oblivious not to pick up on the fact that these women are clearly going to eat them. I don't get... They they must have some sort of, I don't know, disconnect where they can't read emotion or something because you just watching those two space alien ladies exchange back and forth, they're up to something. Yeah, it's not like they're looking at each other being like, wow, it's really great hanging out with these awesome kids. Yeah. <laughs> and, Maybe we'll all be best friends and we'll go out for milkshakes after. So, yeah. So they leave the kids in like a waiting area and then they go in and start a, a hypno interrogation of uh, Ichabod. <sighs> that waiting area, man. Even even on a different planet, you gotta deal with bureaucracy. Right? At uh. least... At least they were able to like uh, to to make him think of his mom's donuts while they were 
interrogation. This really happened in the movies, guys. Like, I mean, I'm, I, it, it sounds like we're having this disjointed conversation where we're saying the most random and surreal things, but these are all things that happened in this movie. It is I amazing. I thought it was funny that they were they like like out of all the things mom could have been famous for making it was donuts. Yeah. <laughs> like like I don't know, like pie. Like you'd think it was dubbed by Americans they put in like mom's apple pie or something. <laughs> or like, you know, maybe they'd go the opposite route and be like, Oh, mom's chow mein is really good or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh uh, uh teriyaki. Hmm. Now there you go. Mom's stir fry. But I mean, what what kid's going to be like, mm-mm, mom's stir-fry is the best? <laughs> mm, mom's it's, making goulash again. Right, it's, it's got to be a, a, a sweet dessert. Mm-hmm. So, it, well, little did he was. know, mom just bought her donuts from Dunkin'. <laughs> well, Japan runs on Dunkin', so... <laughs> it does that's, now. That's what I've told, been told. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, it's time to make the donuts. Yes. <laughs> and during the hypno interrogation, uh, we get another thing that apparently pops up in Gamera movies all the time. Mm. Previously on Gamera. Oh, we just see him fighting a bunch of monsters. Yeah, and the kids telling the stories about how Gamera saved uh, the first kid, how he saved Itchy. How mm-hmm. from Gauss and how he fought Gauss and defeated him, how he defeated Baragon, uh, no kids in that movie, and <laughs> finally how he beat uh, Virus, because that was the, the kids who were trapped in the submarine under the sea. Did he defeat Freddy or Jason? Gugamera? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I believe he defeated uh, Jason. Nothing okay. can defeat Freddy. <laughs> the tagline of that movie, whoever wins, we lose. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if Freddy vs. Jason had a sequel? Freddy versus Jason versus Gamera. Gamera. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, yeah. I, I is here where I noted that uh, Gamera versus Virus is actually a, a pretty fun Gamera movie as well. I was going to say, the thing I wrote down while they were showing all these fights is, and if you don't remember this Gamera fight from another movie, here is most of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and and so after all this, uh, this is when we get the, the, the true plan of uh, Carl and Pink Lady. Mm-hmm. They're gonna eat their brains. The, the brains. brains, brains. Yes, apparently, um, not only zombies are into <laughs> devouring the cerebral cortex of a human being, but uh, Asian aliens from Earth Two, apparently. Yep, them uh, and the tar zombie from Return of the Living Dead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, all the zombies. Uh, from Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, I j- sorry, yeah. I meant to. I I didn't mean to single out the tar uh, zombie. I don't want to be accused of being zombie racist, but the zombie covered in tar in that movie is the one that first shouts out brains. Br- yes, yes. So, um, I mean. so after all this, we do go back to Earth and we find out that uh, d- young Dean Ambrose's mom is Twiggy. <laughs> 
She had a very British look about her, and she was quite slight. Yeah, and <laughs> definitely not her voice. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which I still think is really funny. Yeah. we. She meets up with uh, Akio's mom, and uh, she's like, have you seen Akio and Tom? She's like, eh, my kids said they got on a spaceship, but she's a lying bitch. <laughs> Words to that effect. The, I believe that's the actual line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she's like, okay, well, if you see them... Da, da, da. And she gets in the car and goes to drive off. It's like, your kid is fucking missing. The lady who was supposed to be responsible for his safety has not seen him. Yeah, just get Don Knotts on the case, why don't you? <laughs> so, as she's driving away, uh, Akio's sister jumps up from the back seat, and I have a note, and then she garroted her. <laughs> cho- fucking godfathers her? Yeah, just choking. Choking out Tom's mom. <laughs> you didn't believe me. <laughs> God, another dark turn from Gamera versus Guiron. I, I feel yeah, Tom's mom should have just slapped the shit out of her. Hiding away in her back seat and stuff like that. You know what? Uh, if, if 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 there's anything I learned from this movie, oh. uh, it's that apparently if you listen to your kid, it'll make them dumb. Because <laughs> that's one of the arguments that's put forth is like, oh, you know what? If you listen to everything your kids say and take what they say seriously, they'll be stupid. <laughs> I, I yeah, this this kid, <laughs> this 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 uh, this shit kid is telling her the truth though, right? Yeah, and, and they refuse to believe her because you know if they believe her, she'll be dumb. Mm-hmm. Okay, so after that, we go back to the uh, planet, uh, and uh, Barbella and Flavella, or whatever her name is, Pink Lady and Carl, uh, roofied the kids. Because they gave her, they gave them donuts that were drugged. Yeah, powder donuts. (laughs) Yeah, we know what kind of powder, although they went to sleep, so I don't think it's that kind of powder. Oh, uh... Maybe maybe it has a reverse effect on them because they're kids. Hero- I don't know how it's, cocaine it's works. It's heroin. It's heroin. That's heroin? what it is. It's yep. white heroin. Yeah. Heroin's white. white. Yeah. Clearly, I don't know anything about drugs. Clearly. Well, as soon as heroin gets legalized in Canada, I'll, I'll partake. <sighs> October 17th next year. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, he ain't winning another term if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's at this point, I think, where they're um, the kids are like talking about being hungry or whatever. One of them's like, I'm so hungry. And then Akio's like, I'm not hungry. I'm just thirsty. Well, because yeah. when he was when he was hypno interrogated, they made him believe that he had ate like a plateful of his mom's donuts. Mm-hmm. That's why he wasn't uh, he wasn't hungry. He was just uh, thirsty. <laughs> The way it was delivered, though, it just sounded so co- contrary. I'm hungry. I'm just thirsty. Yeah, I'm not hungry. So whatever. Um, the, for you mentioned the aliens like wanting to eat their brains and stuff. Mm-hmm. Their plot is basically like their their you know their motivation is basically I'll eat your brains and gain your knowledge. I, yeah, that's exactly. I'm pretty it. sure that they mentioned that, and I'm like, holy shit, that's what Robert Rodriguez definitely watched this. <laughs> 
So the kid at this point, I think Akio hears Gamera in space. <laughs> I, somehow. Okay, so it's it. All right. Or does he it's have that really... mind meld with him? Something like that. I, I it's not exactly um, explained. Mm. Uh, if, but when Gamera does show up, and I think it's more that Gamera knows where the kids are versus the kids having some sort of mental connection with them. Uh, right. He shows up on the planet, and they release Squiron. Uh, Guiron then gets into a tussle with Gamera, to it I noted, uh, no means no, Guiron. <laughs> because he starts leg-humping Gamera. Oh, is this where he, like, also slowly starts, like, gnawing at him? Yes. With the knife thing? That I, I mean, I think this scene is approximately two hours. Well, because he's, like, he's trying to cut through his shell. Mm. Through, through Gamera's just like, shell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man um but the aliens then uh like you said they have date rape drugged those children yes that's just they have and it's this at this point where the shave your headline comes into back into play mm-hmm. because old uh old don knots we learned was a was a prophet um because one of the aliens starts shaving uh akio's head and is about to cut his fucking skull open well, yeah, you don't want hair in your food. No, that's true. It, and everybody knows when you get soup at a restaurant, that's the last thing you want. Right. So she gets ready to slurp them brains, and then she gets... I don't remember why she gets stopped, but she stops from doing it. Well, they... I think it's uh, Gamera shows up? Yes. He, he, mm. he shows up, and um, uh, they they start... They start fighting uh Guiron and Gamera does and uh G- Gamera's like you know what he's gonna breathe fire on Guiron and Gar- Guiron's like no no I got ninja stars in my oh, nose he, yeah he fucks him up and then Gamera just <laughs> picks up snow and tries to like <laughs> cool down the his, burns yeah cool it down <laughs> Um, and Gamera gets his fucking ass kicked, because this is the usual formula where, like you said in our last episode, last time we did a Gamera movie, uh, Gamera has to lose the Royal Rumble title match. Right. But then, you know, he makes his comeback at WrestleMania later. Yep. Yeah, so he definitely, he gets, I think he gets sent into, like, the bottom of the ocean at this point. Well, I... The body of water that's on that planet, I guess. I mean, the the lake, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's... Nathan, he's dead. That's it, that's it for Gamera. He's gone. Well, you can't say that because you just, you just gave away the booking. Mm. God damn it. <laughs> 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 Fuck. I'm like... I'm like uh, Howard Finkel accidentally announcing Triple H <laughs> as the champion at the at the beginning of the Iron Man match against The Rock. There you go. <laughs> That's a deep cut for you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he ends up uh, un- uh, under the water, which is you know kind of a go-to sea. thing. Yes. Under the <laughs> sea, Gamera's better down where it's wetter. Take it, Take from, it me. from me. Mm-hmm. Under the sea, he comes to life. He's gonna fight with all his might. Okay, I'm good. Okay, good. Yep. Yep. 
All right. Yeah. Um, I got my. I'm gonna say piece. <laughs> we go back to Earth, uh, where the the reporters are actually <laughs> oh, now yeah. starting to take people seriously. <laughs> and so I wrote then, down. I wrote down. Oh my God, Japanese photographer. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they think he just got like mobbed by the press. Yep. And, and by the way, that girl, she is totally getting a book deal. Oh, right. Yeah. And and, and again, this is where the parents are uh, the the adults are kind of presented as idiots because mm-hmm. everyone believes the little girl uh and that the parents did not. <laughs> so much so that the uh, the scientists show up to be like, "Yeah, we totally believe you." Because something did crash land, mm-hmm. yeah. and they're like, "Wait, didn't you didn't you believe your child?" And she's like, "Of course not." Because <laughs> I just figured believe them, ch- they makes them dumb. <laughs> I just figured my child ran away, and we could never find him again. <laughs> Stupid parents in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Where are we at so, now? Oh, this is uh, it. The plot. It's yeah. It's, it's all over the place. But Gamera starts to wake up at the bottom of the sea. Mm-hmm. And did you just uh, do an accent intentionally? No. Oh, it sounded like you were like, Gamera starts to wake up at the bottom of the sea. The bottom of the sea, there. There's friggin' Gamera. <laughs> well, that's what Gamera does there. <laughs> <laughs> he makes his friggin' comeback. Hey, it's friggin' Gamera. No, hey, nothing's yo. over. Just give him something to drink. <laughs> Gamera, I fucked him. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, Andrew! There. Uh, Andrew, calm down over there. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck that turtle! No war, no, no worries, no dice. Hey, anyway, I gotta go do a show with Roseanne. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, that's gonna go well. Yeah, of course it will. Mm, well, I mean, similar, <laughs> similar acts, I guess. Yeah, but yes, you're right. Gamera awakens. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is, uh, well, this is going to be the, uh, uh, the beginning of the, the, the big fight. Uh, before that happens, so he wakes up on the seabed. Um, for some reason, I have bank shot listed as a note. Don't know why. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> no. But there is a Gueron knife attack. Uh, we find out that Barbarella is a cold bitch. <laughs> because her friend is injured in a saucer crash. Oh, yeah. And, she and like, she's fucking... like, help me, help me. And she's like, you know the rules of our planet. The weak are eliminated. Boom. And just fucking, fucking kills her. Mercy kills her. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, okay. Gamera, he's waking up. Bottom mm. of the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on. Just, just sit up. Straight up. Like the Undertaker. Come on, Gamera. But he just he rolls over and and gets up, which rights of every man. Which leads me to wonder if he really is a turtle. I am a real American. (laughs) Fight for what's right. Fight for those kids' lives. Thank you. I was waiting for you to finish that there. I was I was hyping you up. Okay. <laughs> well, they get into a they, they get into a tussle, and and, and old Guiron is actually destroy, starting to destroy um, 
the the city, I guess, for lack of a better term, because the the alien ladies or lady now they mm-hmm. they don't have control over Guiron because no, he's free. Yeah, and he just starts wrecking up the stuff. And there's one point where I, he just he's trashing some of the city. I'm like, oh, dude, he wrecked that sweet bong. Because <laughs> like one of the one of the I mean, come on, there's a tube going down into a bowl-like structure. If you tell me with a serious face that it's not a bong, I, I I can't trust you. Well, this was made in the 60s. Yeah. So that was definitely a bong. Absolutely was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and thankfully Gamera pops up like the fiend. Yeah, because and they're squaring off, because I have a note here that says, Fight! Mortal Kombat! But the fight actually ends up Gamera doing some work on the, uh, balance, uh, not balance beams, but the uneven bars. Oh, best, best shot ever. <laughs> that is like, that is like a, one of the few Gamera gifts you can find on Twitter. That one and another one from this movie where it happens almost like right after when mm-hmm. he sticks the landing. Yep. He's going to get into a fight with, with Guiron. The ninja stars out of his nose come out. Again, this is really in the movie. Seek it out, people. <laughs> he shoots the ninja stars, or shuriken, at camera. They get stuck in his arms, and he starts doing a fucking mariachi cucaracha dance. And the best part about that is that um, Dean Ambrose is like, Oh, he's doing a go-go dance, and a cute Ichabod Crane, the headless horseman, is like, no, no, he's. What is he trying to get the metal out of his hands? Because he and I was like pulling his shell. I was like, no, kid, he's doing a go-go dance. Because he's saying that he can't pull in his his legs into his shell because the metal is preventing it from retracting his legs. And then they proceed to have the best underwater fight ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bite your tongue, Thunderball. Right? <laughs> yeah. This is how you do it. Um, I also noted that Gamera has a lot of positive reinforcement in his life. Because all the shots of, like, when they have the fight and then they cut back to the kids, like, almost after everything that happens, and they're like, yeah, Gamera, yeah, You're go, yeah, Gamera. Gamera, woo-hoo! Which I guess is like every Gamera movie, but it was, it felt especially egregious in this one. <laughs> well, with <clears throat> with any of the ones that have multiple kids, mm-hmm. uh, you get that because the the kids again, like you said in this one, they're talking back and forth to each other, kind of describing what's going on and explaining what Gamera is doing. Mm-hmm. That's a go-to move in, I think, just about every other Gamera movie that has like a, a two-handed uh, kid exchange. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, they're they're there to explain the special effects. Yes. Yep. But um, <laughs> that other uh, alien girl gets killed. I don't remember what happens to her. Well, she's trying to. I guess she's trying to get away at one point. And she jumps on one of the moving uh, pads that go down the corridor. And I have a note. She could walk faster than that. Yeah, that conveyor belt is not fast. Not not fast at all. No. Mm. <laughs> uh, but she ends up... Oh, was it? She ends up getting... She does end up getting killed. 
Yeah, she uh, like disappears. I just wrote that it looked like she was killed by Goldfinger. Yeah, because okay, so as all this is going on, she's trying to get away. Gamera is fighting Guiron. Uh, the kids somehow launch the missile defense system. <laughs> Gamera catches one of the missiles, <laughs> dodges one of the missiles, and then throws the missile at Guiron and. Bloop! Right in the part of his nose where his shuriken are stored. Mm-hmm. And he um, straight pile drives his face into the ground. <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing. It's like one of the <laughs> one of the best pile drivers I've ever seen. But while this is going on, because all this wreckage is happening, and I think it was because he dodged the missile and it hit the building that the uh the alien lady was in, it blew up and she dies and then just fades away. So this proves she was a Jedi. <laughs> or Sith. I mean I was going to say that if Gamera pulled off that pile driver in Memphis, he definitely would have got DQ'd. Well, yes. Yes. Because it's, it's outlawed there. Well, especially that one, though. Yeah. It's because it's so high up. Exactly. So, yeah. I think at this point, so Giron is dead as fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the kids end up in Gamera's hand in a next level, terribly <laughs> hilarious special effects shot. I gotta, I gotta think that for the 1960s, that probably looked pretty great. It, oh, I'm sure it did. Yeah, <laughs> but so he puts the kids in the spaceship, and mm-hmm. they can't fly the spaceship because it's been cleaving in two. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, how does he, do, how does he repair the ship? He how holds he it together. Yeah, we. Rep- I'll tell you. He okay. holds the. And he unleashes his fire breath to weld the ship back together. Oh, boy. And then he carries them back to Earth in his mouth like a dog returning a Frisbee. <laughs> it's at this point I, I wrote down, Gamera is a friend to children. I under-fucking-stand. Well, and, and I guess there's that. And then there's also the scene where uh, a real cut where... A quick one where Akio and Tom uh, are talking to each other about what's going on, and then they turn to each other and they shake hands, but their hands are down out of shot of the frame. And I'm like, I really hope that was a was a handshake. Well, Nathan, <laughs> I mean, based on what we saw earlier, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it cool, cool. If if. Gamera versus Guiron is that woke in 1967. This is a super progressive movie. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you, you never know. But we do get a very subtle, a very subtle environmental message at the end. <laughs> just, just a slight one. Yeah, just, just staring down the barrel of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> but so when the spaceship comes back, uh. Akio's sister and all the people are running to meet him. And I have a note. It looks like it hurts to run for Akio's sister. Because every time she runs in this movie, she looks like she's in excruciating pain. It's probably because she's in hour 12 of 13 for shooting that day. Okay. (laughs) Like I said, child labor laws were lax. Fair. That's my theory. So, but as you said, we do get a um, a, a real subtle and uh, just just 
ever so slight uh, <laughs> environmental slash sociopolitical message. Blink and you'll miss it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I think that's kind of where it cuts off. Because he's talked, he talks again about, you know, planet without wars or car accidents. Right. Uh, and it says, we need, we need to do that here. <laughs> Imagine there's no traffic jams. <laughs> no one honking their horn. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, that's, I, that's exactly it. So Gamera versus Guiron. Mm-hmm. Nathan, I'm pretty sure everyone's gonna know the answer here, but would you uh, would you recommend this one? Hundred percent, especially if you can get your hands on a copy of the like super crisp Shout Factory releases that mm-hmm. have the extra long Space Gauss fight. <laughs> I will say that this <laughs> this was the most um, I was entertained by watching one of these so far. Okay. So I think Guardian Gamera, what is it, Guardian of the Universe? Yeah, that was the first one we did. Yeah, that one was like like entertaining and also like had some like a decent sort of special effects at times. Some production value. Yeah, yeah some production value, exactly. <laughs> this one was absolutely insanely ridiculous and I wouldn't give up a single minute. <laughs> Good. The fact that the craziest part of this movie wasn't that there was a flying turtle who shoots fire out of his mouth should tell you something. <laughs> so, there you have it. It's a double recommend. Yes. And we gotta. I. I. I mean, we gotta take a break because that is. Uh, that is Gamera versus Gwiron. We'll be right back. What were they? What Were They Thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. What Were They Thinking? And we're back. Hey, we are back. Uh, We're back. A dinosaur story. Mm, Coming soon? Uh, probably. I remember it being awful. Yes. But Nathan, this is the point of the show where we do the low haiku. And why don't you explain to the folks what the low haiku is? Well, the low haiku is the the poetry of Gamera's people. Uh, 17 perfect syllables to describe the amazing movie that we just watched and and more often than not uh an appearance from gauss uh usually happens as he is a friend of the low haiku he quite enjoys it Hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (coughs) um shall i begin this time oh please okay 
<clears throat> Gamera, you're great. Guiron is a damn knife dog. So he's got my vote. <laughs> yes, yes, Gauss approves. Mm. He likes Guiron, even though he lost to him. There's there's valor in defeat. Well, it's it's this is Gauss, not Space Gauss. Right, those are two different Gausses. Two I, different Gausses. I, I am sorry. Oh, God, I hope this doesn't... Hashtag, please don't cancel me. Right. I, I think Gauss knows that you're not saying that all Gauss look alike. Hashtag, not all Gauss. Right, right. You're, you're, you're woke. Thank you. I'm Gauss woke. Mm. Uh, I have my, my haiku here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <clears throat> mm-hmm. Gamera is neat. He's replete with turtle meat. We love Gamera. Well, thank you for the constructive criticism, Gauss. I know, I know, but I only have 17 syllables to use. Thank you. Mm. Wonderful as always. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Oh, oh. Back out. <laughs> so, Gamera versus Guiron. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, you should take our word for it, but what do we always say? Well, you know, just to be safe, we always say... Don't take a word for us. That's right. Um, this hurt. <laughs> this was... Uh, so, obviously, we go to Rotten Tomatoes here, and we see that the critic's not applicable. There's this one older, critic review. One critic review, but, I mean, overall, it's an NA rating. Yeah. Um, audience rating is 25%. They don't know how to have fun. <laughs> oh, well... There's one critics rating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you want? Do you want this sure. one? Tim, Tim Brayton from Agony and Ecstasy. Mm. He gave it a rotten rating. This morbidly curious would be better off. Oh, sorry. The morbidly curious rather would be better off watching American producer Sandy's Sandy Frank's VHS dub from the '80s. At least that's so outlandishly incompetent that it's funny. I'm I, guessing he's reviewing the Japanese non-dubbed version. I was, yeah, I was gonna say. I think the Sandy Frank one was the one I watched. Yeah, yeah, because it was like Attack of the Monsters or something was the actual title that you screen on the screen. Yeah, he thinks that people yeah. come from trees. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's already time, Nathan. <laughs> yes, we have to jump into the doldrums because that was the only critic review. Well, this is a review from Carlos I, and he gives it half a star. Fucking Carlos. Yeah, you'll have to find him, just like uh, just like Malco had to find all those reviewers oh, from last week. Kick some ass. Kick some ass. He says, oh my good sweet lord. You really had to be a kid in the 60s to enjoy this, didn't you? LOL. Woo boy. <laughs> Well, uh, this is from Christopher H, mm-hmm. and he's got a lengthy review here. But I'm gonna—I'll just get the, the best stuff. So silly and campy, but so much fun at the same time. 
Guerin is probably the strangest game revealing in the franchise. He is not. Uh, who has an axe for a head. It's a knife. It's a knife. And can shoot you. shurikens. The two kid protagonists, Akio and Tom, make a pretty good duo. The plot is almost like a sci-fi retelling of Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> the film makes it interesting seeing the duo's efforts to escape the two alien women. And the two alien women are good villains. The setting on the planet Terra is charming for its homemade feel. <laughs> oh my <I>. god. cheap. <laughs> Holy shit, it is like Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he gave it three and a half stars, so good on you, Christopher. <laughs> All right. Um, this is from Vuk S, and he gives it two and a half stars. Okay. He or she, so I'm not sure. Um, this is a pretty bizarre addition to the Gamera franchise. Basically, the series got more and more centered towards children. Nevertheless, here we witness some pretty disturbing shit, including monsters being cut into pieces and alien women trying to cannibalize two young boys. As for the villain, I really liked Guiron's design. I feel like he was the only interesting thing about this cheesy movie. This is basically where I stopped with the Dai Gamera films, because I couldn't stand how childish it all became. You know, became like I mean, the, it, yeah. This was it, this was the only one. It's like every Gamera movie, except for Gamera versus Baragon, uh, is kid centric. I think, and every other Gamera movie is is basically for this guy is like seven. Yeah, <laughs> and this movie is the only cheesy one. Well, okay, so uh, Graydon B says, probably the second best of the originals. Mm. Gamera vs. Guiron may be bad, but it's insanely entertaining. Two stars. <laughs> okay, so he gave it a legit movie rating. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is from Mark W. Uh, three stars. This is short and sweet. Uh, this movie is better written than Avatar. Ha! <laughs> oh i'm not gonna lie he's not wrong (laughs) i'm not i i I will confess right now to not being an avatar hater unless we're talking about the last airbender (laughs) Uh, did i see that i think i saw that oh coming soon probably yeah probably um okay so wes s says the worst in the Gamera film series, in my opinion. But, to be honest, it's one of the better... That's not how that works. Oh, sorry. I'm going to get it. (laughs) It's one of the better stories. Uh, The kids are incredibly annoying, and this film and the plot is pretty stupid uh, with cheesy dot dot dot. (laughs) Cheesy (laughs) dot dot dot, yeah. Fucking Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) But he gave it two and a half stars. Fair enough. I've got one more here, and it's a five-star review, Nathan. Oh, okay. It's from Pan L. Um, now, I'm going to try to read this as it's written, so don't try to make sense of it. Okay. I'm having it as I write, parentheses, on Sumo TV. I'm officially being caught at watching telly. Well, close parentheses, Japanese rubber pearl, honest and absolutely beautiful. Did he try to haiku it or something? I think he used Alta Vista Babblefish. <laughs> which I don't think exists anymore. Um, 
Okay. I think I got one last one I can give you here from Michael H. Mm. A pretty damn good entry in the Gamera franchise. Famous for containing Gamera spinning on a pole. This time, Gamera must rescue two children from a distant planet. That's it. I'm sure there's more, but fucking Rotten Tomatoes. What's this rating? Uh, four stars. Oh, okay. okay. Four stars. Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. There's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of reviews on the Rotten Tomatoes for these movies. And plus, anyone that's like four stars or less is wrong. So you don't you just ignore them. <laughs> yeah, especially so. Pan L is the most correct person, is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, Japanese rubber pearl. You know, he, at least he chose the poetry of the people. Exactly. Yeah. Well. Gamera vs. Guiron is all wrapped up. We both said we'd recommend it. The people obviously love it. Even if they don't, they, they're just in denial. Not just a river in Africa. Um, we should talk about what's coming next week. Yes. This is going to be uh, my little pick next week. So I'll give a little Hinsky, a little Hintaroo, a little Clue, a little Preview. A, a slight telling of uh, of a sentence that will give just the ever so uh, glimpse into what the movie might be. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Thrashin was a pussy. There you okay. go. Yeah. yeah. Accurate. Yeah, so <laughs> that's next week. Yeah. Um, but before we go any further, Montrose Monkington, is he in the house, as they say? Yes. I shall get him. Okay. Hello! It's good friend Montrose Monkington third here. Uh, and I just, I would like to say I was, I've been being treated considerably better here at your studios. So thank you for that, good sirs. No problem. More later. No, we're not there yet. Oh, sorry. All right. Uh, first, I must say, uh, pl- please do uh, head on over to my YouTube channel, Montrose Minkington TV. Uh, I will actually be covering the Grey Cup uh, coming up here soon, uh, which is the Canadian uh, Football Championship. Uh, then once you've seen those videos, you can you can go to Facebook and and join Montrose Minkington the Third Esquire and friends. Be a friend of Montrose, cause he will be a friend to you. And then finally, uh, you can follow me on the Twitter at uh, Montrose the Third. That's the number three R D. I I don't know who that bastard over on the other podcast who is imitating me thinks he is but that is how you say my twitter handle that's at montrose the third the number three rd thank you more later can i have it now no why not because you're supposed to leave them wanting more you always say more later and you never deliver yes i do every single time but there will be more later uh, after that. Oh, more later? Yes, yes, I am a true showman. Ooh, okay. Thank you. More later. More later. Well, thank you, Montrose. You're welcome. Thank you very much. No problem. Thank you. Glad I could be here. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Thanks. Did not, uh... Da. 
Okay. Well, anyway, um, you can also find us on all the social media. You can find us on Twitter at WWTT Podcast as well as Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for What Were They Thinking. You can also search for What Were They Thinking Interactive, which is our Facebook group where you can talk to us and we can talk to you. Uh, well, I guess you can do that on Twitter too. <laughs> but uh, you can also find us on all the podcatchers. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Belly Itcher, all that good stuff. Um and we have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash WWTT podcast. And you can also find us on Redbubble and T Public. So, other than that, Nathan. Yes. I have a question for you. Do you? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, I, I pride myself on being uh, a, a Gamera aficionado. So, I will do my best to answer oh. your questions. Oh, oh, hold, 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 hold on, Nathan. Uh, mm-hmm. What's that? Oh, sorry. You know, I would usually do this, but someone wants to come in and 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 do a, a guest spot here. Okay, just one second. <clears throat> yeah, no, go ahead. You're right, right, Mike. You're good. You're good. Okay. Um, you want me to try? You don't want me. You don't. Want me, you just want to say it. Okay. All right. All right. Go ahead. <coughs> right. <coughs> well, yes. <coughs> That's a given, Gauss. <coughs> Well, it, just because they didn't hire you to be Space Ghost doesn't mean they didn't, they don't like you. <laughs> well, I'm not sure what they were thinking. Camera! Camera! Camera is really neat. Camera is filled with meat. We've been eating Camera! Teeth, eyes, flames, claws, breath, scales, fun! Dr. Forrester is kind of a jerk, and Frank is really dumb too! We have to take part in these lame experiments! But do we complain? No! No! Yes! Huh? So we keep all over the place! And talk of a thousand wonderful days! Everybody now! Camera is really sweet! He is filled with turtle meat! Now we have commercial size! Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon.